Hey, happy Monday, everybody. It's a Monday afternoon. Get a little snow in Montana. Luckily, got Krista here with me. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing out there in the world today? I hope everybody's excited as we are. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what would you do if you were guaranteed not to fail? You could pick anything you wanted to do in the world and you couldn't fail at it. Would you start your own business? Would you start a band? You know, be a, a music person? How about if you could run a marathon or do a Spartan race or a Tough Mudder? How about this one? I'm hoping that you don't fail at this if you choose to do it. Go skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to talk a little bit about that today. We're not going to talk a lot about real estate, but we're just talking about decisions that are going through our mind. So what is failure? Krista, what would you define failure as? She's she's giving me the I don't know look because she's afraid of saying the wrong thing and failing on this podcast. No, I just wasn't really sure what to say at the moment. <laughs> I, I, I kind of put her on the spot. So if you look up the definition of failure in the dictionary, it's the omission or the occurrence of or performance or lack of success. I think we get really stuck in our minds as adults of the lack of success. And when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about the little kids on the ski hill. And you know when you go skiing and these little kids that are like three years old that can barely walk and they can't even tie their own shoe. They zip right through your legs. It's because they're not afraid of failure. They just go down. Of course, it all helps that they're only two feet tall. And if they fall down, it, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but I was really thinking about that. As a kid, we don't have a fear of failure. That It's ingrained to us as an adult and the older that we get. Wouldn't you say that, Krista? I agree. You know, we, we are get afraid of falling down and hurting ourselves and how we're going to recover of this. But what if we eliminate failure from our lives and have learning opportunities? What if we go back to that skiing example I have and you're skiing a bunch of moguls? And for those of you that aren't skiers, moguls are bumps in the ski run. They're, they can be anywhere from like one foot deep to like three or four deep on really, really hard runs. But what if we knew we had those moguls in our life, but we could go down them? at our pace, and eventually we're going to go down them. Oh, I agree. I've done those before. And boy, it was a challenge because I'm not a great snowboarder, but I happened to go down these moguls and realize I'm on the wrong hill. <laughs> but I took my time and I made it down. So I agree with Justin on how this kind of works. Yeah. So that's what we're really excited about is doesn't mean you have to go fast. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. doesn't mean your form has to be obvious, but you have to go down the hill. And sometimes we win and sometimes we learn. Now, there's times I've gone down mogul hills and I mean, I've just been in sync and I just look really pretty going down there. And then in the skiing world, I've also gone down moguls and had what's called a yard sale. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what a yard sale is, that means that your skis, your poles, your helmet, your sunglasses are scattered halfway over the hill. 
Now, Chris is a snowboarder. They don't yard sale so much because they... Um, no, we just tumble. We just do rolls after rolls after rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and the board goes with you. <laughs> so that's so funny. But, you know, sometimes in life, it's not about to be the first one down the hill. It's just about getting down the hill. When we go water skiing and out on the boat a lot, we talk about everybody has a different form of fun. So we pull people on the tube and some people get really nervous, like, oh, I don't want to get on the tube. I'm afraid of getting hurt. But what is Krista always tells them something if they're going to get on the tube behind me? Just always tell you what to do if you want to go slower or if you want to go a little faster or maybe you just want to be pulled just so you can sit on the raft or, you know, do what skiing or whatever we're doing at the moment so exactly i think that everybody has a different level of fun and just like everybody has a different level of success i just want that person to be have fun so they can be successful now i've pulled people and you can imagine seeing that tube flying from wake to wake and they're three or four feet in the air that's some people's joy some people want to be able to relax and basically drink a cocktail while they're sitting on the tube but they have just as much fun it's all your def definition. So when I was thinking about this and, you know, people that don't accept failure but take failure as a learning opportunity, obviously we know about Thomas Edison and the light bulb. I believe he went through with three or 4,000 versions of the light bulb before he got one to work. And he considered everyone that didn't work a success because that was he learned what didn't work so he could move on. Then I also think about Elon Musk to bring it more to life. I haven't done a lot of research on this, but I know I've seen several videos of the self-landing rocket and there were several that failed. Let's not say failed. Again, I'm an adult. We bring back the word failed because that's what's ingrained in our life. He had several iterations that did not work. But now, man, look up the self-landing rocket if you want and watch it land on a ship. But the key to these people is they have a success plan and define what success is. So Krista, if you had to define what success is to you, and I apologize to everybody out there. Krista's looking at me really funny because I'm really putting her on the spot. So, Krista, if you were to define success in business, what would you call your success in business? That I enjoy my business. Um, the success is that um, I'm able to make people happy, whether it's I'm in real estate. So it's whether they're buying their first home, maybe it's their second home, maybe they're going to build a home, maybe they're going to um, downsize. There's just all these avenues and everything I do is different. It's not the same thing with the same person or transaction. So I guess my success is to make everything successful for those people and make it good. And I just love that. And those of you that haven't worked with Krista, that's truly what she's at. She's about the people. I'm the numbers guy. Usually she doesn't even know what her commission check is like two or three days after closing or like a day before closing. She's like, oh, by the way, how much am I making on this transaction? Because success to her isn't the commission check. The success to her is the client. And as long as the client's happy, she's happy. 
So if you start a business, what would you be a definition of success? What is it? I can pay my bills and live a happy life. Is it I can build a business big enough that I can have employees and they can work and I can reap the benefits from that? I take all the risk, but they help me. How about if you have a successful business that frees up time that you can travel? How many of us W-2 employees out there, we love to travel and it's like somebody goes, hey, let's go to Vegas for four days or let's go to Costa Rica for five days. We just got invited to Costa Rica for five days next week. Shout out to Tracy Thompson and Matt Thompson, amazing photographer. If you don't follow Tracy, she's just an amazing, amazing person. But they're living in Costa Rica for six months. And my sister and brother-in-law are going down to see him and said, hey, look, come with us. Well, if you're a W-2 employee, it's like, well, how much time off do I have? How much notice do I need to give my company before I can take 10 days off and go to that? So maybe your success to business is it provides that time off so that you can travel more. But everybody has a different success plan. And the truth is, is that you have to define what success looks like for you. And you have to have a plan. There's a couple things that I like in success. And one of the laws that I teach is the law of momentum. And it's pretty funny. Actually, the first time I heard about the law of momentum is when I read Doyle Brunson's book on on playing No Limit Poker. Those of you that have known me for a long time know I used to go to Vegas. I used to be a licensed poker dealer. I used to go... Um, to Vegas quite a bit, play 15, 16 hours a day. Um, I dealt, I really enjoyed poker and I did well at it. Well, Doyle Brunson talked about the law of momentum. And so when the cards are flying your way, nothing, everything that you do just falls into your lap, right? Because you can't do wrong and you're on what's called the momentum. John Maxwell talks about the same as the law of momentum in business, It's just everything you do is just going right. You're making the right decisions. You're mentally clear, whatever. So when you have that momentum, you want to do keep taking that momentum. But there's also a thing in poker. It's called going on tilt. And on tilt means that something in your poker life did not go well. And it frustrates you. And it just eats and eats and eats and eats away at your mind. And then you start playing very bad poker. You get very aggressive. You do not play with the logic of what you know to play with. So I love playing players on tilt. I've taken a lot of money off of players on tilt. Um, All of my poker friends out there that are good poker players have taken a lot of money off tilt. And you can believe me that there's every professional poker player out there has lost money on tilt. Well, what about in business life? (laughs) What, what if you're on tilt in life? How do we stop that? Krista and I are both real big basketball fans. And Krista, if you're the opposing coach and I'm the other coach and all of a sudden my team, we're in a really close battle and all of a sudden my team scores 10 points and your team is falling behind, what do you do? Take a time out. <laughs> exactly. Take a time out. So as you're doing your success plan... Don't be afraid to take a timeout. Do you believe that in during COVID, several business owners had to take a timeout and say, whoa, wait, 
what we're doing isn't going to work during this pandemic. Real estate agents, um, John Parker, again, shout out to him. Companies aren't investing money in leadership training. Restaurants, um, Texas Roadhouse went from a dine-in facility to doing to-go orders. I don't have anything to base this off of, but I believe they were making really, really good money on takeout orders because they took a time out, thought about it. They could actually get more orders out the door than a dine-in because you didn't have to wait for people to stop and eat it. So in your life, if you feel like you're going backwards, don't be afraid to take a time out. Say, okay, I need to stop for just a few minutes. I need to evaluate what the situation is. I need to evaluate my reaction. Maybe I just need to reset my mindset because people like me, I said I would talk actively about my depression. We get into what's called negative self-talk. And pretty soon something goes wrong and we keep telling ourselves in our mind, I'm not good enough at this. I'm not good enough at this. I'm not good enough at this. And our mind, and so then we allow ourselves to stop. And that is the only time that we fail is when we stop. We're having fun here. We're, um, we've got three dogs in the room and they decided <laughs> now is the time to, um, Make it smell pretty. Make it smell pretty <laughs> in here. So there's one more law that I want to talk about. I just talked about this with some EXP agents, and it's one of my favorite things to do. And it's the law of the rubber band. If you have time, pause this podcast right now and go get a rubber band. Now, Krista's got a hair tie in front of her, so I'm going to grab that hair tie. Or I'm going to have her grab it. And Krista, tell me the only time that that hair tie is valuable. The only time? But I, yeah. it's all the time. Well, she says it's always <laughs> valuable. But it would be um, using it for my hair. So. If you want the answer. What happens if you only pull a little bit of hair through it? Is it going to stay in? No, unless I keep twisting it. Exactly. So she has to twist it. And when you twist, twist it, it stretches, right? Yes. So the hair tie or a rubber band is not useful until it's stretched. Correct. So I'm challenging you to be a rubber band. I'm challenging you to stretch yourself. Now, I'm going to put a little caveat on this little podcast I've been thinking about. There are times that you don't want to stretch yourself. If you're going to physically hurt yourself... <laughs> then don't stress. Or if you have too much on your plate, don't stress, stress yourself, yourself more. You need to look at that and say, okay, I have, I have enough on my plate. That becomes a very good point because a rubber band becomes useless when we overstretch ourselves and the rubber band breaks. That's correct. And it usually snaps somebody and stings and hurts and then everything falls on the floor, right? Yep. So... This is what I'm challenging you with. And we go back to our first thing about defining success. If I define my success, I'm going to be worth $10 million and I'm worth $10,000 now. It's going to take me a while to get to that $10 million mark. Now that's a worthy goal, but let's put some smaller goals in the bank. Let's put $100,000 in the bank account. And then when we get to our first $100,000, let us get to $500,000. 
And it was when Krista became a real estate agent, it was like, okay, now let's just do one deal a month. One deal a month. Now, Krista, never accepting that, being competitive, right out of the gate, how much did you want to do? Uh, originally, I don't know, maybe three, but now I'm yeah. four to five. Three a month. But now she's at four to five. When she handled those first ones, because she wasn't as familiar with real estate, she learned, she had some great mentors, but her stretching was that one or two a month because she was figuring it out. Right now, she has several, several transactions on the board where she's trying to do four or five, but that's stretching herself now where when she first started, that four to five would have just broke the rubber band and somebody would not have been served well. So scale your business, make realistic goals. We can all shoot for the moon, but let's get there 1,000 or 10,000 feet at a time. So as you're setting goals, make sure you're setting goals that are reachable. So I'm just going to reach, um, close up on a couple things. I want you to uh, remove failure from your vocabulary because there is no such thing as a failure. If you suffer depression like me and that negative self-talk comes in, get rid of it. Surround yourself by people that will be real with you but will encourage you. But this is how I'm going to leave it with it. Jump and learn to fly on the way down. One of my coaches in the John Maxwell team is Paul Martinelli. And when people ask about how do I launch my leadership business? How do I launch my coaching business? I don't know everything. I don't know everything. I'm, I don't know how to do all this. He's jump and learn how to fly on the way down. Schedule that first class. Lean in. John Maxwell, when he teaches, he has what's called lean in moments. And what I want you to do is to lean into the moment. Put some pressure into it. Be present in the moment. P words are uh, coming up in my teachings a lot today, or not teachings, I should say, my listenings today. Um, I did the iFit bike uh, pro form today, and he was going over the four different P words, and I'll get to those on a later thing. But And then I got Mel Robbins was playing on my Facebook page, and she was talking about the three Ps and procrastination being one of the bad words. So um, that's one of the things I'm doing. So, But going back, because I revert, is lean into the moment. Have faith. I don't care if you're a Christian what religion you are, have faith in yourself and have faith in a higher power. One of my favorite prayers is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. The only person that you can change is yourself. I don't care if it's in your marriage, if it's in your business life, if it's your boss, if it's your clients, anything. The only person that you can change is yourself. So have faith in a higher power and have faith in yourself. And I'm going to close with one last uh, a story. Um, Krista used to run um, a lot. I watched her barely train and go run a half marathon at Western Yellowstone Park. And she just did it. It's like 13 miles. I can just go do that. Finished in the middle of her um, age group. 
barely trained. But there was a story I read one time about a gal that was in the Boston Marathon and she signed up for the half marathon. Well, she runs through and after 12.7 miles and then she's in 13 miles and then she's like, she's like, this feels like longer than I've ever run before. And her body's starting to tell her, okay, you need to slow down. This is too far. What's going on? And so she goes to somebody and goes, hey, aren't, when do, where's the finish line for the half? We're not there yet. They're like, um, you're in the line for the full marathon. We're running the whole marathon course. Sorry, lady, you took off at the wrong time. But the person had a t-shirt on that said, just do it. And she looked at that t-shirt and she says, you know what? If I can run a half marathon, I can run a full marathon. And she just finished that full marathon. She could have quit. She could have said, oh, but man, can you imagine the pride that she felt when she crossed that finish line of the full marathon? So no matter what marathon you're running in life right now, if whether it's a sprint or a marathon, whatever you're facing, Eliminate failure from your vocabulary and just do it. Um, This is Kristen and Justin signing off on this Monday afternoon. Hope you have a good night. Good night.